Can I tell you about the dream I had the other night? Oh, yeah, night? sure is. <laughs> so, this, it's really messed up. So, I actually have really vivid dreams. And I was dreaming about Michael Myers, the bad guy from Halloween. And I was dreaming that his mask wasn't a mask, but it was his face that was surgically added onto his face. I was in a dentist's office while they're doing it. Old mate's doing 360s on the little... (laughs) 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 I'm not even kidding. Wait, they were doing it in... A a dentist's office. office. But guess what? The office was in our house. So I was down in our hallway. Um, Anyway, so they're surgically adding a face on. And he's like... (laughs) Because, you know, I don't know. His face underneath. (laughs) And then... This is (laughs) just crazy... Oh, this is where it gets crazy. <laughs> he walks down the hallway with a sandwich press and a knife and he presses. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> with the sandwich press on. He sandwich presses her head. Like, you did this to me. And then he just, bam. <laughs> closes uh, there's some, uh, I, I, I have an issue with being <laughs> with this. Michael Myers doesn't speak. Okay, well. He goes, bam, closes the sandwich press on her head. And then I'm like... Reese has got some continuity errors here, man. I'm like, I'm just going to pretend I'm not here. I sneak out our front door, which is the same as our actual front door, jump over our fence, clip my foot, <laughs> fall, and then he gets me and I die. And then I woke up, so I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> you can't even run away from Michael Myers. You were just... In walks, my own man. dream. Right. The fence. You could have just ran around the fence. <laughs> Why did you have to yeah, jump I, it? I thought of that immediately. <laughs> well, it's funny because in my dream, as I'm jumping, I think I could have just started running. I literally thought that in my dream. Anyway, that was my dream. Uh, old mate killed someone. I don't know if she died, but she got her head. I'm pretty sure she would have died. The surgeon. I don't know. Who's the surgeon? A woman. What did she look like? Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Lady. Okay, <Woman>. so <laughs> in, in a police investigation, you would be fucking terrible evidence. I, I know, I know. Hey guys, welcome back to the brain, the buff, the blonde. I'm Aaron. I'm Corbin. And my name's Reese. And today we're reviewing one of Aaron's favorite movies. One flew over the cookie's nest. Yay! It is so good. Let me just let me just let me just get on a rant real quick here. Oh, it's getting deep up in here. This is the first time I watched this. It was not that long ago, and I'm kind of upset about it because I wish I'd seen it sooner. When I watched it, I immediately credits rolled, and I was like, "This is one of my favorite movies of all time." I cannot, I would, I will never, ever preach this enough. I love this fucking movie. I'm probably overselling it. It's so fucking good. I love it. It's it is one of the best movies of all time. I did not opinion. have the same level of euphoria. It ended and I was like, oh, it's oh finished. Man. It ended yeah. and I was like, I was pretty similar. I was to like, that. I was like, <laughs> chef's kiss. This is fucking fantastic. I mean, the ending gave no, me no, chills. Not just, not just the ending. Not just the ending. No, I was but I'm just saying like, like it did. But then I was like, oh, it's finished. Oh no, just the story. <laughs> just just the story as a whole is just like the way everything is set. You know, Act One, Act Two, Act Three. The structure, the storytelling. You know it. I don't think it has a lot of pacing pacing issues. I don't think there's any pacing issues. I think the characters are so... I'd have to disagree with the pacing, sorry. I think, well, you're allowed to disagree. 
Um, but uh, but you're wrong. <laughs> but shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I think all the characters are fantastic. I, I just think it's a really well thought out movie, and I wish more movies today were a lot similar to how this one was made because it's just very well. Like it, it almost felt like a passion project of a movie because it was just so, just excellent and a bit thought provoking as well. Just makes you think, you know. Please explain. Well, I mean, like, what is it making you think about? Well, it's such like a, a like a social dilemma that you have these people that, um, you know, mentally unstable in one way or another, and. Um, unwell. You, know, you just have these people. Yeah, why don't we just kick it off with a bit of a trigger warning before we go uh, into yeah, it yeah. anymore? Uh, yeah, trigger warning. So that, uh, so it's obviously set in a. Oh, it's not obvious, but uh, it's a psych ward, and it's filled with a bunch of uh, you know. Mentally, s- mentally Ill. ill patients. So there's uh, themes of suicide, themes of you know, mentally unstableness. So if uh, that don't float your boat, then uh, caution while watching. Um, there, there's a lot going on in this movie. It's it's not for the faint. But apart. having said that, it's set in the seventies, so it's not intense like the same. Like the blood yeah, in it looks like tomato sauce. Yeah, it's set around the same time that it was released, nineteen seventy five. When he like when there's blood, I was just like. <sighs> Like I don't know, it looks too super, super unrealistic. What part are you talking? Uh, about? It's a, that's that's a spoiler. I don't think we should mention that. That that's like one of the oh, critical you're talking moments. About when yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, for, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie or doesn't know what it's about, uh, it's about a gentleman, uh, played by Jack Nicholson. His character is known mainly by his last name, McMurphy. So he's serving time for insanity at a state mental hospital. Uh, implacable rabble rouser McMurphy inspires his fellow patients to rebel against the tyrannical head nurse Ratchet. Yeah, what a bitch, bro. She is a, she is such a good villain. What I like about her the most, <laughs> villain. She, oh, you're, yeah, she's the bad guy in this. Obviously, what I like about her character is that she's so hated but she doesn't really do much in a way to be hated you know like she it's just how cold she is it, it is it is and yeah, that's like, like and it's she's like completely she's, she's indifferent too like yeah i feel like when you're working like, in like a psych ward mm. or nursing home or with children you have to have a level of empathy and yeah. she's got nothing she's got none of that. and i think uh, it's a sign of the times as well i'd say like it, it's obviously gotten a lot better in today's standard with these practices but um i think her as a character she was very i think it's great when you have a villain that you know that that didn't really she didn't really do much wrong it's more just like she was the bad guy to them but i think in a different setting she'd just be a normal person it kind of reminded me of robert de niro in the joker uh because he was a character that the joker hated and even as an audience, you're like, yeah, this guy's bringing... Because we're siding with... Well, you're siding you're you're with, with the crazy people. Kinda, yeah, and yeah. that's it kind of gave me similar vibes to that. Um, it's so such I, a sign of the times, though, because it's actually set... This was uh, produced in the 70s, but it's set in the 60s. And uh, essentially, yeah, they're not working with these people on, you know, helping them. They're just dosing them up with drugs. Yeah, they're just... It's and just sending like them to bed. Yeah. And... Oh, there's also themes of the um, like what's that thing where they put it on either side of their temple? Uh, like oh, the yeah. Therapy or something. Yeah, so there is themes of like 
the use of those. Yeah, like the old school methods of yeah. like all that. Um, yeah, I found it very, uh, it's very uh, eye-opening as well with like the whole, yeah, they just kind of have them sit in the rooms and like they don't do anything. Like they have certain times. And like it's it, so wrong because uh, Ratchet's main um, like therapy is group therapy. So she puts them on the spot and asks them really personal questions in front of everybody like which which i think helps both of the way with character development both for her and for all well of them. fun fact is i'm pretty sure most of the group therapy sessions were um not scripted improvised. i'm pretty i'm pretty i don't know that they were improvised but i think it was kind of like what direction do you yeah. see your character? Like the Breakfast Club, you know, their yeah, little yeah. circle. Oh, so it was kind of like they had certain marks. Uh, yeah, so uh, it says here, uh, many scenes in the film were actually shot without the actors knowing the cameras were rolling. The performers were led through unscripted group therapy to develop their characters organically. There you go. So I didn't actually know that. That's really cool. But yeah, a lot of the group therapy, because there's like two or three scenes where that's happening, um, there's a few scenes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it, but it, it did feel They're just very long. like it did feel very like. Wow, this is very real and personal and really hits you. Um, there you go. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But you can kind of tell like that it's not scripted because it's all like disconnected thoughts and like, I don't know. You'll notice Jack Nicholson character, his character McMurphy, kind of at some point is just talking and talking and talking, and I'm just like, oh, like what is he on about? But I guess they're trying to get that element of like realism in it. Hmm. Well, wh- wh- whether you know that that added to it or not, it doesn't matter because uh, it's one of the greatest films of all time. Also, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest was. The first movie to win all big five Oscars in 41 years. It won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Screenplay. I can agree with all of that. I didn't realise it was a big five thing. I didn't yeah, yeah. That. That's like, uh, there's only a few movies that have done that where, yeah. I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. I, know, I definitely remember this one being one of them. Because uh, I, after I watched the movie, I like Research looked into it and researched all about it and all that. I remember, um, like, as soon as you finished it, you were telling me to watch it straight away. Dude. Because oh, it was on um, Netflix. J- I, like, the, the movie operates in such a way. I mean, it goes for how long? Two hours, 13 minutes. Bit, bit long for 1975 movie, but, I mean, in that time, you have all these characters that, like, you fall in love with all of them. You know, you got all the, the main psych ward people you know oh yeah an old mate from back to the future that was a yeah. dark, <laughs> dumb scare i was like i know him from Just somewhere Lord, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of who weird is that guy yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird seeing him with short black hair like yes because i'm like i was literally every time yeah. he's on screen i'm like who is that like yeah. looking really closely yeah, and the, the cigarette burn and he's like <laughs> i was like yeah, i think that's what i think that's what i was like yeah. oh that's dog <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, just all the characters, you fall in love with them and their, their character arcs so well done. Like, especially, my favourite one was definitely Chiefs, where, especially when they were playing, scenes like where they were playing that basketball game and all that. <laughs> and there was also a scene, I don't know if you remember it, I was actually talking to Lisa about this, she said she didn't uh, notice anything. Uh, Billy Dibbit, the kid with the stutter. Mm-hmm. Um when he's talking and all that and you know towards the end there when they're having like the 
the party and whatnot, his stutter actually goes away. So it's kind of like Jack Nicholson's characters, like their uh, Reese put it, um, like the the ray of sunshine. He's like the hope they the didn't hope know they, they needed. They, yeah, yeah, he's like. Honestly, like them going fishing and all that, even though they're like crazy people, like that, they were loving it. They, that was like the best moment. Yes, the but one thing is, it's like a commentary is that Jack Nicholson's character treats them as people and yeah. then they start coming out of their psychosis. They start acting like people. Yeah, and, yeah, that, and that's like, what I mean. Like Billy But because Nurse Ratchet speaks down to them yeah, and keeps them all dosed up, ma- then. Yeah, she makes them feel like. They deserve people. to be, they she, have to be yeah, there. Yeah, she treats them like crazy people and they act like it around her and then he treats them like a human. They act like, like he stops his stutter. And then as soon as she comes into the scene and is like, what if I tell your mum? And he's like, uh, 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 like start yeah, stuttering, stuttering again. again. I was like, yo, that is like, it was like two seconds. It like blinking you'll miss it moment. And I was like, wow, like that's fucking amazing. I thought, I was like, that's really smart. Just, just the little subtleties of the movie was so well done. Yeah, but like you said as well with Chief, like it was so obvious that he could talk. Yeah, so Chief, <laughs> they call him Chief. And again, this is a 70s movie, so some of it hasn't aged, you know, in our times. Yes, um, Chief is actually like... Didn't McMurphy just start calling him Chief? Just yeah, he's a Native American, um, so he calls him Chief. Um, and and yeah, Chief's little... Because he's massive, he's like yeah, the tallest one there. Chief's little thing is that he's allegedly mute and doesn't talk. I think Jack Nicholson goes up to him and makes like Indian noises yeah. at the start, and I thought I thought Chief was gonna deck him one, <laughs> like just punch him and he was gonna fall, but he didn't. So, Aaron, do you want to go into the movie a little bit and it kind of explain how the plot comes out a bit? Yeah. So Jack Nicholson's character is like a ex-military, you know, one of those dishonorable discharge, just yeah, crazy. He's not a rule follower. He's not a rule follower. Yeah, he just just says what he wants, rah rah rah, and is sent to this psych ward. From he went, I think they transfer him from prison to this psych ward. I think is said at the start. I, I thought, um, oh. and I can't remember, but isn't he like an alcoholic or something? It's something like that. He's he's just one of those rule breaking, you know. Kind of don't know what else to do with or, him. Yeah, kind of just, yeah. He's not doing anything Ex-mil- bad enough yeah. to go into jail, but he needs yeah, to be off the ne- streets. Yeah, it's something like that. Like, they said it was like this or jail or something like that. And, um, yeah, so they transfer him there. He's the only one that, like, has to be there kind of thing. Uh, yeah, it's mentioned later on that everyone else is there of their own free will. Of their own free will, the yeah. That, to me, session. I felt like a, like, I felt it in my chest because I was just like, yeah, when they were wow. Like, that, that felt like, like the biggest, biggest twist, twist to me. When they're all yeah. like putting their hands up and shit. Yeah. Oh, there there are some that are there, not willingly, but uh, most of the main characters are there willingly. Um. Yeah. No. So he gets sent there, and he has to start putting up with, uh, or starts, you know, befriending all these characters like Martini and all that, who is. Again, one one of my favorites as well. He's just cool. And who is he played by? Uh, Danny DeVito, Reese. The only reason I'm being a snob is because I said, "Oh, Danny DeVito's in the movie," and Aaron Cooper, I'm like, "No, he's not." I'm like, well, "Yes, he, okay. he when is." Did I say? It's a very, you did. it's a when? very young Danny you did. DeVito. So, yeah. Well, I'm used to him having the, you know, the. Yes, he's like no hair. Yeah, and like the he's like young. I mean, yeah, he's very young in this movie, so it was a little hard to explain. But um, he's got his little, you know, he's obviously a short person and. 
Yeah. He's got his way he moves. It's very obvious yeah. it's him. Yeah, so... Uh, Mc Fools! So, Mick Murphy has to befriend all these people and he, he's so baffled at, like, how they're acting. Like, he doesn't really see them, yeah, like Reset, as uh, crazy people or insane people. So, uh, he just starts trying to, like, come on, let's let's watch the game. Come on, let's play cards. Come on, let's go fishing. Like, come on, play basketball. Like, he's just befriending them, getting them out of their shells a bit and at the same time, he's trying to... He's not trying to do the right thing he's trying to just do what he wants which is definitely against uh nurse ratchet's uh wishes Mildred. and get gets under her skin a bit and it leads to uh the the ve very ending. very excellent wrap-up at the end of the movie um, it's very poetic it is very poetic and 10 out of 10. Uh, so the, the ratings of this movie, uh, we've got the letterbox rating here, 4.3 out of 5 stars. Rotten Tomatoes, 93%. IMDb, 8.7 out of 10. I've rated it 5 out of 5 stars. Coolman gave it a 3.5 out of 5, and Reese gave it a 4 out of 5. I actually what? have a reasoning for my 4. I, I, I'm willing to listen to you, Reese, but I'm going to listen to Coolman first. I, I need to know what, what's the go here. He's taking this personally. I, I, I am a little. That. I don't know, I guess I just wasn't as invested as you are. Um, I don't really know what to say. I just, like, I've just seen similar movies, like, too many similar movies before watching this one, so I just didn't, like, you know, have such an effect on me. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Like, yeah. Um, if I saw this movie, like, you know, years beforehand, like, seeing all these different ones similar to it, then I guess I would, you know, resonate with it a bit more. Yeah, because I guess uh, before this, it was would have been all like, you know, cowboy movies and all them shitty horror movies and whatnot. So th this one, I feel like I'm just going off what I'm prior knowledge. I feel like this was uh, one of the first movies that would have ever been done that really sent a big message about something so serious. You have to remember. It's, it's not really political, book. but yeah. yeah, it's based on the book. And yeah. Did you read the book, Corbin? No. See, I wanted to read the book before I watched it, but it, it didn't I didn't happen. I there was a book. Mm -hmm. fact, fact about that, uh, apparently the author of the book really hates the film and he doesn't believe the vision of the book was represented properly. Huh. Um, Similar to Stephen King. Yeah. He'd have more depths in the characters, that's why. Yeah, it, it would obviously, yeah. It ha I There's only so much you can fit into a movie as well, like from a book adaptation. Yeah, well, even in the book adaptation... Or the original, the book, uh, it's told from Chief's perspective, not McMurphy's, where th th this is definitely following McMurphy. Yeah. And what See, to me, and I understand that the book came first, so not taking that away from the author, but having seen the film, it doesn't make sense from Chief's perspective. Because he's a mute, he doesn't talk Yeah, the whole it doesn't make time. sense. Like, it makes sense to be in Jack Nicholson's head, McMurphy. Like, or I would even go Nurse Ratched's POV, even. At a pinch. No, because... I mean, you'd miss all the crucial scenes, yeah, but yeah, I'd say. either have Mick Murphy or Mildred um, Ratchet, not Chief. Chief doesn't make sense to me. Well, in the movie, it doesn't make sense. But, uh, well, obviously, think, think about it. If they mentioned his character in the movie was, like, writing a journal or whatever, obviously, like, it'd be like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if he... It was from his perspective. Because that's what we're shown in the movie, I guess. Mm. I would actually be interested in reading the book. Yeah. It's, it's an old-timey book, though, so yeah, it sometimes... Yeah, a lot of old-school words. Um, anyway, so it gets a 4 out of 5 from me. It loses half a star because I think it's a bit slow, and it loses another half star for one element of the ending. 
I was disappointed in one element of the ending. But I know exactly what you're talking about. We're not going to talk about that because we really want you guys to just watch this movie and experience it all. No spoilers. Yeah, not in this I, one. Not this in this one. one. This one's this one. You definitely like it. The movie won't land as well with people if we give it away. Um, so one thing I want to say as well is, Mick Murphy's character is so like about justice and fairness and what's right because, as we mentioned before, he wants to watch. I don't and forgive me. We're in, we're in Australia. I think it's a baseball game that happens every year. Yeah, he just says the game or whatever. And he asks her, and she's like, "No, we've never." He asks Ratchet, and she's like, "No, we've never done that." And he's like, "Okay, what about a vote?" And then everyone just looks directly at Nurse Ratchet, like they don't want to step out of line, you know. And she's eyeballing all of them. It's quite freaky. Um, he manages to convince them all to vote yes, and she still says no. Yeah. So he's all. I really hated that part. I was like, you too. bitch. Yes, like she's just trying to get, you know. Um, but then as his kind of f you, he is watching whatever film is on the TV and pretending it's the game. Yeah. And he gets all of them to be like, yeah, well, he hit the home yeah, run. That, like that was like the first moment where they were like bonded together. And she is pissed. Yeah, she's like, pull yourself together and like starts <laughs> trying to drug him and all that. Um. Yeah, that was actually, that was probably the first scene where they were all, like, rallied together. Yeah, so this movie is directed by Milo's Fullman. Apologize for any mispronunciation. Mispronunciation, yeah. He's also directed uh, Man on the Moon and The People vs. Larry Flint, I'm guessing. Have we seen any of these other movies? No. They were the, the they were the most notable ones I could find. Man on the Moon, is that, correct me if I'm wrong, is that the one with Jim Carrey in it or Rob De Niro? I'm not sure. I have no clue. I think my point of putting those movies in, and you'll see for the writer, is this is an outlier of a movie for them. They really hit us with one yeah, good movie yeah. and then bounced. Yeah, so it was also written by Bo Goldman. He wrote uh, Scent of a Woman, Meet Joe Black, upon a couple of others. They're just the most notable ones. Uh, Scent of a Woman, that's a good movie. Um, well written as well. So, uh, they were, so romance from romance yeah, it was to... Like a romance to this. It's this. definitely it's the outlier for these guys. Um, Especially since some have deemed it like one of the greatest movies of all time. Like, Oh, hell yeah. I, like, I, before watching this, I'm like, one of the greatest movies of all time. It's like some 1975 movie. Like, it, it can't be, surely. Like, there's mm. got to be elements that are great. But, like, I thought along the similar lines of Shawshank Redemption, like, there's some deeming qualities of it that make it that 10 out of 10 movie. But, when I watched this, I was like, yo, like the way, the way the story just unravels, I was like, okay, I can, I can see why, like it's believable. It's definitely what it's rated, like with this whole 4.3 out of 5 stars, 93% run tomatoes, like that's definitely spot on. I think that's perfect. I rating. don't know. I think me and Corbin can agree, like it's not underwhelming, but, and it's obviously because we've watched it 50 years after it's come out, but I was just kind of like, eh, like. I liked yeah. it, and I'm happy to talk about it and, like, be in awe at how good it is. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, I'll probably never watch it oh, again. It's, de- it's definitely dated. I, I just think, me personally, I think a movie is five stars when it's just, it's told so well. And this movie... What's, what's another other movies you've given five stars for in that regard? In that regard, well, it'd be like <laughs> Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is a five star. Hell's Moving Castle. Yeah, yeah. Hell's Moving Castle. Uh, Empire. Like, 
Oh, that's scream. the Empire Strikes Back, by the way. Yeah, Scream. 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 Just movies that are told really creatively and, like, well. And they don't, you know, they don't dick around with useless information. Subplots. subplots <laughs> terrible subplots. Terrible subplots and shit like Moonfall. that. Like, yeah, like... I think what I'm learning about your movie taste is that you have a thing for everything coming and being answered in the end. Yeah, and, like, I hate where it's shot well it has really cool facts about it like they had actual like insane uh like people would you say inmates would you say it's like a character piece it's all just about the characters and not yeah it is a character piece. It, like there's not really any subplot or anything it's like oh here's this outlier that's coming in and we're putting him with the rest of them he's sent there they're not really there. They don't need to be there. They're just there for their own well-being. And he's up against this character, this lady that's so like she's got that power play. You know, she's like, oh yeah, well. They're called patients, by the way. Patient. That's yeah. Oh, inmates. Um, <laughs> inmates. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, in the behind the it scenes, it seems like a prison, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Bars like, on the yeah, window. Like, there is. Even it's though they're there probably. of their own free will, there's yeah. bars and, you know, and windows. Like, and there's stuff. a certain element of like. You know, when you work in the... I work in an aged care facility and, like, everything's one size fits all. Like, you know, they have all the same bedding and rah, rah, rah. That's what, that's what but I But mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's white and beige and there's no personality and they're literally locked in this facility that just looks so, like, cold and unwelcoming and, like, Until a die. punishment. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was interesting with some of those scenes and all that where they... You know, they break out, they go fishing. And I that's all they do. They the don't break out to run away. They break out to go fishing. And the main away. theme in the movie, if you take one thing away, is that it's like they've all forgotten what life was worth living for. They're yeah. all wasting yeah. away because they've been deemed by society not good enough to be in society. And then McMurphy comes in and is like, just because you have this little thing about you doesn't mean that you're unworthy. Yeah, and see, see that's with... Uh, with Chief's character in particular, that's where, you know, his ending is so grand because he actually deems it himself personally that, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough. No one's told me that. I just know I'm not good enough. And then McMurphy's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, and McMurphy's like a lovable idiot. Like, he makes Indian sounds around the Native Americans, so, you know, probably not the best thing. But then yeah. he, like... Ask chief questions, knowing he's not going to get an answer. Like, he just treats him like everybody else and includes yeah, him. He and the funniest himself. scene for me in the whole film is where he goes, Stand here, chief. And then he, like, climbs him and he, like, jumps the uh, fence. Uh, the, the basketball? Yeah. yeah. And then, but he jumps the fence. I yeah. like that bit. No, nah, I like He climbs when he, on top of him to get over Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I like when he's playing basketball with him, too. He's like, Hands up, chief! Hands <laughs> up! <laughs> Just, yeah, it's just—it's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a little dated, but yeah, it's cool. I think in terms of seventies, it's probably dated one of the. It's aged one of the best. Absolutely. Some of, some of them you look back, you're just like. Yeah. Animal House. I was just like, oh my god, like it's too much. Oh my god, I thought that was a ghost. Oh my. God. Oh yeah, a ghost. <laughs> oh my god, a ghost. Just, uh, I got a question, mate. Why would you put that there? Because I don't want to look at my ugly mug anymore. Fun fact, if you see our video content, we uh, put up a pin board and I've got it covering our pictures in our house. And it just fell and scared me. 
It was Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a ghost in here. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna sandwich ghost. your face. With the sandwich <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I erased that from my brain. I forgot we had that conversation. (laughs) Bro, you don't even want to know about the dream I had last (laughs) night. Yeah, I really don't, honestly. (laughs) No, you know what? I'm intrigued. Well, it was about Jack Black. (laughs) 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 Beaches! It had ended the world themed. The world was literally ending. There was like portals opening up and the world was getting sucked in and they were like purple and green portals. And Jack Black was like, Come on, man, we gotta go. And like, then he used his school of rock guitar to like fight off the portals. This is like some tenacious. What the? This is like some tenacious D. And listen, I understand how fake this sounds. I get it, but I have the most vivid, intense dreams every single night. It was weird. Why is Jack Black in your house? Just like (laughs) I will fight off the setting in every dream. (laughs) I don't know because I live here. I actually, when the world got saved, I went back and I was in grade four, sitting in my classroom at our school, Aaron. Whoa. Bro, I was like, why am I here? If that was a movie, that would would win Best Picture right there. That'd be one of the greatest. It'd be as good as Moonfall. I think it'd be better. A lot could be better than Moonfall. (laughs) I reckon Rachel could come up with something better than Moonfall. Hello, I just did. If anyone wants that idea, Jack Black, if you're out there and you're listening, we can collab if you want. Yo, Shay actually told me this really fucking cool uh, story last night, and she was telling me that she came up with it uh, in, like, it was for a school assignment, and she came up with it, and it was this story. She said she got an A plus for it. And when she told me, I was like, yo, that's actually fucking sick. Because, you know, she's into all the horror and murder and whatnot. So, should we write a screenplay and send it to Hollywood? I'm thinking about it. Where it's like a first person, I think. And it was about, she was telling me it's about this cursed pen. Pretty simple stuff. Uh, Cursed pen that this girl finds. Or she's finding out about this cursed pen. And Shay obviously explained it better. Um, as she's like writing it as like a, a diary entry or something I think um, she's slowly finding out that it's like her that this pen that she's writing in the diary with is her being cursed and whatnot, and she's slowly like losing her mind and all this and you know I think I think she said that eventually it kills her and whatnot. and like in, in her writings or journal entries um, you can tell that it's like the pen is making her write more and more like fucked up shit and when Shay was like telling me this, I'm like, yo, that's so cool. And, and I was like building off the story with her. I'm like, oh, so it's like this and that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would she cast as the main actor? <laughs> I think it was a girl. So like, we're going to have to go with an actress here. Uh, a female lead. Uh, I would say someone like... What's the chick that's in all the American horror stories? Sarah Hurt, maybe? What's her name? I, I don't know. Oh. Any, everyone else will know what I'm talking about. The one that cries all the time. <laughs> We haven't no, seen it. No, you know it'd be a good one. You're the, you know it'd be a good one actually. I think would be the Midsummer lead character, Florence Pugh. That's the one. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon she'd have a crack at it. A little cursed pen movie. Corbin, who would your actress of choice be? Oh, too many to choose <laughs> from. <Margot> <laughs> <Robbie>. <laughs> nah, he, he, you're going. Nah, with, see, you're see. going with Zoe Kravitz, bro. No, with they're a all wig. <laughs> They're all with, ter- with that wig. <laughs> so, 
what's the setting? Is it high school or what? Uh, I don't know. She, it was again. He very, said diary entry, so it's very, very vague. You know, younger girl. Oh, what's yeah. what's the Chloe chica? Grace Moretz? What's the chick that everyone's blown up about? She's on the new Scream one, uh, and Jenna Ortega. That. Yeah, that one. Yeah, she can pull that off. Yeah, she can pull that off. Stop, <laughs> weirdo. Uh, well, oh, uh, stra- Stranger Things. Um, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Nah. Millie nah. Bobby Brown. I reckon she can pull it off. She's like Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Like, he's just Harry Potter, you know what I mean? She's just 11. Yeah, that's unfortunate, eh? Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Well, she's over she's been in other movies, though. Yeah. Elena, uh, Eleanor Holmes or whatever. Enola. She was oh, in... Um, my bad. She was in uh, Godzilla. Oh, that memorable movie. Yeah. <laughs> One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest. Um... It's available to watch on Netflix, Foxtel, Binge, Apple TV, Amazon Prime. Watch it. You probably never watch it again, but like, give it a watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's too long. What? It goes for too long. Oh my god, Reese, is your attention Reese. span so just? It's two hours and thirteen minutes. Do you know what I could do in two Reese. hours and thirteen minutes? You watched two movies watch yesterday. Movie. What is the difference with watching one movie that's a little longer? Got broken up. It's a bit of breakup, you know. Um, so watch that movie, it's really good. Um, end of the ep- question, Aaron. Yeah, so, uh, what is your favorite movie released in 1975? Um, I had to do a bit of research for this one, I didn't know, but mine is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, very weird movie, mm. lots of um, memorable people in it. Meatloaf makes an appearance. It's kind of about this couple who get stranded and go to this house and then all, all hell breaks loose. Musical. Musical. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I would say mature audiences only for the fact that what the hell's going on? Uh, yeah, there's like some mild nudity as well. Have you seen it? No. Bro, it's, you haven't seen it? It's weird. It's weird. I, but I still recommend you watch it. I still, I haven't even seen Jaws. It's like a, what? Well. I haven't seen yeah. Jaws either. Oh yeah, that, that's uh, that's my pick. Uh, <laughs> what? By the way, uh, Favorite movie released in 1975 is Jaws. Uh, it's like one of the first Steven Spielberg movies. I just think it's one of those movies where, like, I wish I was there to see it come out in cinemas. It would have been so fucking cool to see that in cinemas. Well, it's an iconic movie. It Everyone is, knows yeah. what Jaws Everyone is. Everyone knows what Jaws it's is. It's so disappointing in modern days watching, like, you know, they had a mechanical shark. Like, imagine watching yeah. it at the time. It would have been like, oh, my God, like, this yeah. thing is crazy. And, like, one thing that makes it so suspenseful is there's, like, you see the shark, like, two three times and like i just love scenes where the cop main character is sitting on the beach and he knows there's a shark killing everyone and there's all these people on the beach going in the water and he's just watching but like they don't know and i love it because you know if you watch that with no context you just think people are enjoying the beach but with context you're like freaking the fuck out and i just love shit like that See, I'm a bit of a hater because I'm a bit of a shark advocate, so I don't think it's aged well for the shark community. (laughs) Shark community. The shark community. Fun fact, I have a shark. I was going (laughs) to say. Her name is Eddie, and she's a hammerhead, and she lives in the Bahamas. Anyway. It's not your shark, Reese. (laughs) It uh, is my shark. What's your pick? And my pick is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I love that movie. It's um, it's a comedy. Head of its time. Yeah. Yeah, You haven't seen that, have you, Reese? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Did you like it? It's been a while. It's a bit old. It it, it has the no, comedy is aged, it is hilarious. But it's I think when good. I first watched it, I didn't understand the concept of a spoof movie, and I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> oh, but the <laughs> tis but a scratch scene is iconic. 
even the, oh even like I love how they just incorporated comedy into shit because of like fuck arounds in production like they couldn't afford horses so they got like the coconuts <laughs> the clacking coconuts together clacking, yeah. and they're just like pretending to ride horses <laughs> like I thought that was so genius even the end they couldn't afford to have like a big battle at the end so so the police so come the in. police rock <laughs> up and all that and like shut down production and like yeah I just it's cause um yeah like like halfway through the movie like some old lady gets accidentally like caught in between like I don't know like a fight or something she gets killed just yeah. like a random bystander and then there's a police ongoing in- investigation and oh, they yeah, obviously I, yeah, come you see, like, the they, they end up following them like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. creative oh my favourite bit is where they, two guards see him running running from so far away and then they're just like huh and then he's just like ah, the, the, the right music there. keeps on staying up oh. every time he it replays like back. the same clip yeah yeah, yeah it's <laughs> fucking awesome I'll need to watch it again yeah, but anyway, should. that's probably the episode there. Um, you can find our Instagram linked below at the brain, the buff, the blonde. Please follow us all on Letterboxd. Um, we have different lists coming out and you can see the movies we've seen. Um, we have Facebook, oh, TikTok. Any movie recommendations from anyone? Yeah, send us a DM, email us. Comment down below. I just wanted to let everyone know and Corbin live on the pod that I watched Kill Bill 1 and 2. Pretty, and pretty good. You didn't like 2, did you? Nope. Yeah, I knew. Very slow, I knew. very slow. Didn't I didn't you give hate it a four? I gave it a four. Why would you say you what, didn't what, like what, it if you gave a movie a four? Uh, well, what did you... Oh, you didn't like it as much as one. Correct. Yeah. What did you give? One. Five. Fuck yeah. Uh, that That's valid, all right? See, I'm, I'm glad that you're, like, adapting to this, man. And, like, enjoying... You're starting to appreciate good movies yeah now. she watches like Twilight <laughs> and then she's watching actual good cinema and she's like wow this is actually you like guys can't see my face but I'm rolling my eyes like I literally cannot but anyway <laughs> next episode we're reviewing my pick of the week Sky High <laughs> I love that movie War and Peace <laughs> gives me chills <laughs> so stay tuned for that and we'll see you next she's episode she's so much that episode <laughs> thanks guys there he is right